Thank you for joining us for CBN Newswatch. I'm Ephraim Graham. Ahead today, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu quoting the words of the Bible saying, this is a time for war, warning Israel's fight with Hamas is a battle of civilizations as Israel recovers a captured soldier and prepares for the next phase of its attack on Hamas. We're going to look at Israel's next targets in this historic war and the question of whether Hezbollah will attack Israel as well. President Biden says Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people, but many experts who have studied the Palestinian population disagree. We're going to hear why they argue Hamas is actually popular with many Palestinians. And during this time of war, Jews and Christians working together to help Israelis escape from the fighting and the rocket attacks. All those stories and more are ahead today on CBN Newswatch. This is CBN Newswatch. We begin this half hour in Israel, where Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu promised his country will never surrender to tyranny or terror. As the Israeli Defense Forces keep up their attacks against Hamas in Gaza, and as Israel celebrates the liberation of an IDF soldier who had been captured by Hamas, CBN News Middle East Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell brings us the story from Jerusalem. This is the joyous reunion between Private Ori Megadish and her grandmother. Her neighbors came to celebrate, and many even took to the streets. Private Ori Megadish has reunited with her family. She is now home in Israel, but 238 hostages are not. The IDF chief spokesman reminded the world that many more remain in captivity. The Israel Defense Forces has a moral obligation to do anything and everything to bring every hostage home. We are operating on the ground in Gaza and doing everything necessary to free the hostages from Hamas and free Gaza from Hamas. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu addressed the foreign media by saying Israel's war with Hamas is a battle of civilizations. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war, a war for our common future. Today we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. It is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. Israel will stand against the forces of barbarism until victory. Netanyahu views October 7th as a global line in the sand. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a turning point, a turning point for leaders and nations. It is time for all of us to decide if we are willing to fight for a future of hope and promise or surrender to tyranny and terror. Now rest assured, Israel will fight. And that fight is spreading far beyond Israel and the Gaza Strip, from an anti-Semitic mob hunting Jews at a Russian airport to tens of thousands in this pro-Palestinian march in London. In the U.S., college campuses are the scene of anti-Semitic incidents. At Cooper Union in New York, a group of Jewish students forced to barricade themselves from a pro-Palestinian group. While at Cornell University, officials sent police to guard a Jewish center and kosher dining hall after post-threatening violence against Jewish students appeared on a website not affiliated with the school. I mean, it's worse than I've ever seen it, Chris, in terms of just the temperature of the anger and how it's spilling over into, into very real-world hate. That's the view from Laura Atkins, opinion editor of the Jewish publication The Forward. 
She tells CBN News about spending three weeks chronicling Israelis who went through the horrors of October 7th. It feels good to be able to give back by helping tell people's stories and sit with people that are in sometimes the worst days of their lives. But uh, I won't pretend that I'm not afraid with all of the anti-Semitism we're seeing, all of the just hate and vitriol and misinformation. It's, it's a really frightening time to be, to be Jewish, which is not something I usually say. How has this affected American Jews? Just astronomically. I mean, before I came here to cover the war, the first day before Israel had even done any retaliation after the October 7th terror attacks, there were massive protests in Times Square calling for intifada, which means kill Jews, calling by resistance by any means necessary. On the battlefield, the IDF chief spokesman confirmed Israeli forces expanded their armored and infantry forces in the Gaza Strip. The goal is to collapse Hamas and bring back the hostages. And Chris Mitchell joins us now with more from Jerusalem. So, Chris, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, as we said, calls this a time of war. Is the Israeli public united on that idea? And does the rest of the world understand how the October 7th Hamas attacks have brought Israelis together? Well, Ephraim, I would say the Israeli public is united on this idea. I mean, somebody said 99.9%. I'm not sure the rest of the world really understands that. I'll give you an example of how they're united uh, about this. And as uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said, the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, it is a time for war. Uh, my barber, who I got a haircut a couple of weeks ago, uh, he's a really gentle soul. Uh, but he says he really wants a war with Hezbollah. And the reason is because he just feels like they want war with us. We need to, for, to preemptively take out them. Uh, Sarit Zahavi, she's also an expert up there on the northern border. She was telling us we can't live with two monsters to the south, which would be Hamas, and to the north, Hezbollah. And I, I really think it's bringing unprecedented unity among all Israelis. And it can be a very diverse uh, population here. You have secular, religious, orthodox, ultra-orthodox. Uh, and yet, and there had been deep division for many, many months here, uh, Ephraim. But now this war has really united uh, Israelis like I've never seen. Why does Netanyahu call this war with Hamas a battle of civilizations? Well, it's because Hamas, like many other radical Islamic groups, they have a goal of establishing a global caliphate, which would mean Sharia law for uh, you and me there in Virginia Beach or here in Jerusalem. Uh, and, and actually, Jerusalem is the epicenter for many of their goals. And they want to have that uh, that. Sharia law, Islamic law, established all over the world. Uh, that's what ISIS wanted. And uh, also in the Iranian Revolution that was begun in 1979, uh, they want to export their version of Islamic law. And so you have many radical groups like Hamas uh, and Hezbollah and Iran and ISIS, all with this goal of establishing a global caliphate. You know, in Islam, uh, Ephraim, you can have the house of war and the house of peace. The house of peace in Islam is that part of the world that is under the, the heel or the subjugation of Islam. The house of war is that part of the world yet to be under the heel of Islam. And that's where the tension becomes. They want to, uh, groups like Hamas want to have the house of war subjugated under Islam to become the house of peace. And so that's why we have, you know, events like October 7th. Let's turn now to the hostage situation. How, uh, what are the plans to rescue more? 
Well, as Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said last night, the goal is more military pressure. And he believes the pressure will actually hopefully get more hostages released, like uh, the uh, IDF private last night. Uh, he acknowledges, though, it's a very uncertain situation. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uncertain. Uh, you know, they have weighed, as he said, the war cabinet weighed which way to go. Uh, and, but they do believe military pressure is going to help. But that actually puts the hostages at risk as well. Uh, I was talking to one Israeli that's in the reserves the other day, and he was telling me Israel has two bad choices. There's really not a good choice for them. And, uh, and so that's what they're trying to do this with military pressure. Thankfully, people are thankful for the release last night. That makes five hostages that are released. But because of this dilemma, that's why so many people right now are praying that uh, miraculously these hostages would be freed. We understand Israel is targeting Hamas's tunnel network as the next part of its assault. What can you tell us about that? Well, uh, you know, as we've reported before, there's maybe 300 miles or more of tunnels uh, underneath Gaza. We don't know after these airstrikes how many are left. Some of these uh, uh, tunnels are 200 feet deep. Uh, you know, a few years ago, Ephraim, we were up on the northern border and we got to see a Hezbollah tunnel that was uncovered. Uh, that was literally uh, almost bedrock. So they, they were go digging through bedrock literally for like uh, about a couple of years. Uh, in the south, in Hamas, the geographies, the geology is different. They have sand there. So they've been using concrete that was really meant for civilian use, for schools and hospitals. Uh, but Hamas used it for its war machine. Uh, so the tunnels really are one of their main defenses to be able to hide and ambush IDF soldiers. Also one of their best offenses. Uh, they can hide missiles there or shoot missiles from some of these tunnels. Uh, the most well-known is the one under Shifa Hospital, uh, where many believe some of those hostages might be. We also believe that that's really the command and control center for Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Um, so in regards to the tunnel, you know, there's really concern that while they hit the tunnels, some of those hostages might be there. They might be, uh, they might be killed in the line of fire. That's why it's so important to be praying for these hostages. There's been concern Hezbollah would enter the war against Israel from the north while Israel is fighting Hamas in the south. Does that still seem like a likely possibility? You know, Ephraim, it's been several days now since the ground invasion, and the, the thought by, by many was that once Israel goes in on the ground, uh, that might uh, really have Hezbollah enter the war in a, in a major way. Uh, right now, there seems to be a division between Hamas and Hezbollah. It seems like Hamas wants Hezbollah to join, but uh, Hezbollah seems reluctant other than to have this sort of a low threshold uh, skirmishes daily going between uh, uh, the IDF and Hezbollah. And uh, Hezbollah also realizes U.S. forces in the region, there's a possibility they could join the, uh, the fray. So I think Hezbollah right now is restraining itself. All right, our Middle East Bureau Chief, Chris Mitchell, thank you so much for your time and insight. And as always, we're praying for you. Please continue to stay safe. Coming up, President Biden says Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people, but many experts who have studied the Palestinians disagree. We're going to hear from one who explains why Hamas is a popular organization with the Palestinians when we come back. October 1st, 1961, history was made when a tiny station began transmitting the first signals of the Christian Broadcasting Network. CBN, the 
Christian Broadcasting Network. And now, a new era has begun with the all-new CBN News Channel. Just moments ago, the Iron Dome intercepted an incoming rocket right on the Gaza border. Administering in this area, spiritual warfare is definitely involved. A 24-7 news network, bringing you the news you want from a source you can trust. In Kenya, 40% of the medical services are actually provided by these Christian hospitals. Let's talk about the economy. Believers here are joining together to win people to Jesus Christ. All your favorite shows now in one place, all day, every day. The CBN News Channel. Download the app or visit CBNNewsChannel.com. CBN News. Life is better with a good night's sleep. Get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. Life, it's meant to be lived fully. Jesus said it, I came to give you life, life to the fullest. Life in your family, life in your finances, life in your body, mind, and spirit, life in your everyday. At CBN.com, we're taking what Jesus said seriously. We're here to help you discover Life. Life. Live it fully. CBN.com. Download the CBN News app. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News. Because truth matters. Get the CBN News app today. Iran supports the terror group Hamas with money and weapons. The Wall Street Journal reports Iran has also been sending weapons to the group in the West Bank under the rule of the Palestinian Authority. Some regard the PA as a moderate alternative to terror groups like Hamas, but CBN spoke with one analyst who says the evidence proves otherwise. Here again is our CBN Middle East Bureau Chief, Chris Mitchell. The Palestinian Authority Ministry of Religion sent this notice to its mosques instructing imams to make a certain point in their sermons and prayers. One of the things they should talk about is quoting the Hadith, the Islamic tradition that calls for literally the genocide of Jews. This is what the Palestinian Authority uh, Ministry of Religion told their religious leaders to talk about today. That Hadith quote reads, the judgment hour will not begin until you fight the Jews, until a Jew will hide behind a rock or a tree, and the rock or tree will say, O Muslim, O slave of Allah, here is a Jew behind me. Come and kill him. That's what the PA told its people today. And if you go to our website, palwatch.org, you'll find many examples of Palestinian religious leaders saying that on official Palestinian TV for many, many years. For close to 30 years, Itamar Marcus has reported on this promotion of terror. After the October 7th massacre, Marcus posted how the deputy chairman of the Fatah political party and an aide to PA President Mahmoud Abbas praised Hamas in this tweet. We say to you that the blood of the heroes will turn into a curse that will remove this occupier. All those who stand behind it and all those who do not support our people. We think of the Hamas as being um, the, the ones who deny Jews the right to exist. Fatah does as well. 
The basic difference is Hamas was a stronger military. They succeeded. They did what Fatah would love to have done, um, but didn't do it because they were unable. What is the relationship between Fatah and the Palestinian Authority? Fatah and the Palestinian Authority is basically one and the same. Uh, the head of the Palestinian Authority is Mahmoud Abbas. The head of Fatah is Mahmoud Abbas. Many of the senior officials in Fatah are the senior officials of the Palestinian Authority. It, Fatah is the political party that rules the Palestinian Authority um, so that they're essentially one and the same. Even so, President Joe Biden pledged $100 million to the PA and humanitarian aid in Gaza and remains committed to a two-state solution. Biden also said that Hamas don't represent the Palestinian people. And, and that was just a terrible mistake. I don't know what intelligence people he has or if he's just expressing a wish from his heart. But if you look at the Palestinian world, not just today after this atrocity, but the Palestinian world for the last few years, Hamas has been the more popular. So Hamas definitely represents the Palestinian people uh, at this point. Marcus says the PA is now calling on Palestinians in the West Bank to rise up against Israel. We're right now publicizing all of the Palestinian Authority's support for this terror invasion. Palestinian Authority has been broadcasting calls for people to join, for West Bank, uh, for Judea and Samaria Arabs to join uh, in the terror against Israel. Marcus says the world is not seeing the true face of the Palestinian Authority. The tragedy is that the world has seen the Palestinian Authority as a quote unquote peace partner all these years. They have funded them, they've given them money, they used all that money to educate a generation of Palestinians uh, that they have the obligation to fight to destroy Israel, the obligation to fight to kill Jews. Uh, Hamas today and its power is the result, not of Hamas education, it's the result of Palestinian Authority education. They're the ones who educated this entire generation. Uh, and when Hamas comes with an agenda, that fits the PA education, that's why they're so popular today. They're seen as the authentic movement that's fulfilling the education that the Palestinian Authority has been teaching them. That's why Palestinian Authority is not the solution. They are the fundamental source of the problem. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Jerusalem. Still ahead amidst warfare in Israel, we're going to show you how Jews and Christians are working together to help Israelis flee from the fighting and the rockets of Hamas. We're going to have that story for you right after this. Life is better with a good night's sleep. Get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. I'm Ephraim Graham, and this is Studio 5. Cruise with me as I discover the good things happening in the world of music, sports, television, and movies. The fact that Ryan Coogler was going to be directing the film, I knew that something special was going to happen. 
we'll chat with artists at the forefront of entertainment and explore the connection between popular culture and faith. I asked my pastor, I said, well, does that mean I'm supposed to be a preacher? He says, well, no, you already have a pulpit. Wednesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Remember for a moment what it was like to be a child. You believed every story you were told. You saw a world full of endless possibilities. What stories will the world's orphaned and at-risk children believe? We believe the Bible tells the only story truly worth believing. We believe that every child should have the opportunity to dream, the chance to take challenges and turn them into possibilities, the chance to stand on the promises of God, to recognize their place in the greatest story ever told. They have their whole lives ahead of them. Theirs is a world of endless possibilities. They are looking for a story to believe. We will tell them that story. Will you join us? I want to take you back now to Israel, where Jewish and Christian groups are joining forces to help Israelis escape the fighting and the rockets near Gaza. CBN News Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl brings us this story from Jerusalem. These children are having fun peacefully at a special event organized in Jerusalem after they were evacuated from southern Israel. These moms, Ortal Haddad and Ella Tovim Gadasi, say they were keeping the Sabbath at their homes in the farming community of Mashen near Ashkelon when Hamas attacked. We hear the rockets, unstoppable rockets for the first time. Because we don't have a shelter, we cover our kids, me and my husband, uh, on the ground and say all the time Tehillim from Tehillim. Psalms. Yes, all the time. We are so scared, you know, I couldn't breathe. I felt that I can't breathe for, for the first time. It was awful week for us in Mashen. Uh, most of the time we spent at the shelters and it was forbidden to go out. We felt unsecured, we felt unprotected. As a parents, we felt like we cannot protect, protect our children. If, uh, if a terrorist will come, I have nothing that I can do. David Nekrutman of Isaiah Projects says they hope to restore a sense of security to these people. We said we're going to adopt a community. With my friends, after 23 years of working with different organizations involved in Jewish-Christian relations over the years, everyone came together and saying, we're, we're, we're standing behind you, David. Nine days after the beginning of the war, Nekrutman and other ministries helped evacuate Moshav Mashen to Jerusalem. We evacuated nearly 50 families from a community that was near the Gaza border because of missile attacks from Gaza into the Israeli communities on the southern border. We felt it was our responsibility of pooling resources between Jews and Christians together. So we have a whole bunch of ministries working together to make this happen here in Jerusalem. We didn't hear the rockets, we didn't hear the missiles, and we were very, very calm to be here, so we feel safe. You know, for the first time, we can breathe, finally. And our baby don't have to walk up in the middle of the night crying. Both Haddad and Gadassi expressed their gratitude for the rescue. We want to thank the Christian, okay, who gave us the donation, which is incredible for me, that they care about us. I'm surprised to hear that it's, it's 
people not from Israel, it's American and it's Christian American. And made me think that when, when you truly care about someone, when you truly love someone, you doesn't care what his religious, where does he live. As a teenager, Haddad had to evacuate her home almost 20 years ago when Israel uprooted some 9,000 Israelis from communities in the Gaza Strip and northern West Bank as part of the 2005 disengagement. While Israeli and Palestinian leaders described that as a move toward peace, it instead led to Hamas winning control of the region, followed by incessant fighting and now war. This situation, it's because we left our home, because we gave our land, the God land, to, to the Hamas, okay? For me, it's only for the Hamas, okay? And I want to go back home. I want to feel safe. You know, in Gush Katif, I felt safe, safe. Now I don't feel safe. Nekrutman says while much of the world has condemned Israel and calls to free Palestine, he believes that means being free of Hamas and urges Christians to pray. I would say to our Christian brothers and sisters out there, if you're praying, pray for our enemies to turn their hearts to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then see the light and actually make real peace. Julie Stahl, CBN News, Jerusalem. Coming back with an encouraging word for your day ahead. We'll be right back. Hey, if you're tired and exhausted all day, you can't think clearly, and you really just need a cup or even a pot of coffee to get through your day, then join me, Dr. Josh Axe, for this new series where I'm gonna teach you how to transform your diet and use essential oils and supplements to get a better night's sleep. Wake up to your best life. Call 1-800-700-7000 to get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the work of your spirit, Lord God, with this movement of getting the Bible, yes. Lord, into public schools. Watch The Prayer Link, Tuesday morning at 7.30 on the CBN News Channel. Orphans Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries around the world, and with your help, we can do even more. There's an old African proverb I love that says, if you want to run fast, run alone. But if you want to run far, run together. At Orphan's Promise, we want to run far so we can touch the lives of as many orphaned and vulnerable children as possible. But we don't want to go alone. We're out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us? Time now for your Tuesday Tweetable. It's a message I pray blesses you, and you will post, tag, tweet, and share it with those in your circles of influence. It's real short, but I want you to remember this. In all that you see and hear, know God is great, 
He's greatly to be praised. He's a great God. He's a holy God. He's a faithful God. And he is an awesome God. We serve an awesome God. That is going to do it for this edition of CBN News. Watch and remind you, you can always find more of our programs on the CBN News channel. You can find them there at any time as well as online. That is CBNNews.com. Take a moment. Let us know what you think about the stories you've seen here today or any day. You can email us, newswatch at CBN.com. And, of course, you can always reach out and touch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Make this a terrific Tuesday and join us right back here same time tomorrow. Goodbye. God bless.